0: Welcome to Finding Forgiveness, a Fraser 365 devotional. I'm Chris Montgomery, the senior pastor at Fraser Church, and we're excited you've joined us for this study. May the Lord bless you as we learn about His forgiveness. This is day two of Finding Forgiveness. Today's lesson is called, The Coveted Coat. Charles Reary said, One can be covetous when he has little, much, or anything in between. For covetousness comes from the heart, not from the circumstances of life. Our text today comes from Genesis 37, verses 3-4. through It reads, Now Israel loved Joseph more than any other of his sons, because he was the son of his old age. And he made him a robe of many colors. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peacefully to him." When Joseph was seventeen, his father gave him a coat of many colors. I believe that Jacob had no idea what giving this coat would mean for the future of his family. I'm sure he had no idea that this coat would be one of the most talked-about pieces of clothing in history. Just think about how many people have heard about this coat down through the ages. Even musicals have been named after this coat. And though Jacob should not have known the danger of his partiality for Joseph, I don't believe he would have ever given it to him if he could have foreseen the outcome. You know what they say, hindsight is twenty-twenty. So, why does scripture tell us that Jacob loved Joseph more than any Other of his sons? To answer that question, we must review the story behind Joseph's birth. Genesis 29 recounts when Jacob fell in love with Rachel. He worked for Rachel for seven years, but was tricked into marrying her sister Leah. He loved Rachel so much that he worked another seven years to have her as his bride. You must be deeply in love with someone to work fourteen years in order to marry them. There is no doubt then. That Rachel was Jacob's favorite wife. But early on, Rachel couldn't have children. Leah would give birth to four children, while Rachel remained barren. Rachel responded by giving Jacob her servant, Billa, as wife. Billa could give Jacob two more sons. In the competition for children and Jacob's love, Leah responded by giving her servant, Zilpah, to be yet another one of Jacob's wives. Zilpah would give birth to two more sons for Jacob. Leah would then give birth to two more sons and a daughter, making six sons and a daughter for her and Jacob. Therefore, 10 sons and one daughter have been born to Jacob through one wife and two maidservants. But Rachel has no children of her own. Then a miracle took place in Rachel's life that is recorded in Genesis 30, verses 22 through 24. It reads, Then God remembered Rachel, and God listened to her, and opened her womb. She conceived and bore a son. God has taken away my reproach. And she called his name Joseph, saying, May the Lord add to me another son. I find it extremely interesting that Joseph's name means may he add. God added to Jacob's already large family. No one had any idea that later God would add to Jacob's legacy through this son named May He add. Yet, this was the first child for Rachel. Joseph was the eleventh-born son of Jacob, but the first-born son of his favorite wife, Rachel. Rachel would later die, giving birth to Jacob's twelfth son, Benjamin. Now you can understand why Jacob showed partiality to Joseph. It was because of his special love for Rachel. His love for Benjamin will come into play later in this story. Now that you know the backstory, let's get on with the rest of the story. The foundational principle is that this coat exhibited Jacob's favor for Joseph over the rest of his family. To his brothers, this coat displayed an imaginary sign that read, I am his favorite. Every time they saw Joseph with this coat, they were reminded that Jacob loved him more than them. Jacob was blessed with plenty of resources to provide adequate clothing for all of his children. No doubt, all of Jacob's boys had coats. But what was so significant about this coat that it caused such jealousy? One reliable Old Testament scholar, H.C. Leopold, described Joseph's garment with these words. This tunic was sleeved and extended to the ankles. From that description, Charles Swindle adds this insight. Leopold draws this conclusion from the Hebrew word pasim, which means wrists or ankles. You can't work very well in a garment that has sleeves and extends all the way down to your ankles, especially if it's a costly, richly ornamented robe. It would be like sending a welder to a construction site wearing a full-length mink coat. In Joseph's day, the working garment was a short, sleeveless tunic. This left the arms and legs free, so that workers could easily maneuver and move about. As you can imagine, by giving Joseph this elaborate full-length coat, which was also a sign of nobility in that day, his father was boldly implying, you can wear this beautiful garment because you don't have to work like those brothers of yours. These details bring Jacob's favoritism into full color. Now you know why this coat will become the spark that ignites a long fuse of reactions that explodes with historic consequences. Consider these questions. How has coveting led to jealousy in your life? How has jealousy then led to bad decisions? In what ways can you prevent a covetous spirit from taking root in your heart? Remember the meaning of Joseph's name, may he add. What has God added to your understanding in this journey with Joseph toward finding forgiveness? Pray with me. Lord, help us see ourselves when the things we want become a distraction from you. Help us to refocus and remember that it is you who gives us every great gift. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.